Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, Jerry. <sighs> Make me a camel of your peace. I love that song. I was very excited when I heard that um, that was going to be one of the songs sung today. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about, I had to come up with uh, a title and a spiritual practice and, uh, you know, kind of weave everything together the way that um, I wanted it to go. And it started me thinking about my prayer practice um, now, but also as a child. So I, I grew up uh, in a Catholic household, and um, we would pray at dinner before the meal. We would pray before we went to bed. And I remember always having, you know, kneeling before at my bed and, and um, thinking, you know, God help me do this or God help me do that or God help my family, um, you know, get through this whatever it was. Um, and, and that's not a bad thing. It's just that's just how I learned how to pray when I was a kid. And so as I grew up, I started to, to question um, some of those uh, prayer, uh, prayer questions that I had. Um, as a young adult, I realized that if God is everywhere, then God is in me as well, and that I don't have to pray outwardly, that I can pray inwardly. Well, the Catholic Church didn't really like that. And that's okay, because it's just a different way of praying. But until I started experiencing unity, um, I, I didn't really know what affirmative prayer was. I just knew that it was something that I really, really wanted to um, experience. And, and there's so many different ways that we can pray, and we're not going to have time to go through all of them. And I know that everybody knows how, how to pray in their own way. Um, it's not like this is a new topic, right? So unity ha was founded on prayer. We spent over 130 years working with prayer as a healing modality. Uh, and we just finished our 30th World Day of Prayer going through uh, the heart of healing. That was our theme. And we did have the best turnout that we've had in many, many years. And we are so grateful for all of that. And I'm so grateful for our prayer chaplains who were on board to pray with you and with the world. What I want to talk about today, though, is kind of what is prayer to me? And then why do we pray? And then how do we pray? And they seem like simple questions, but when I was contemplating them, I had, I had a lot of uh, extra questions. <laughs> that came up. So, according to the Revealing Word, and the Revealing Word, for those of you that don't know, is the book that uh, Charles Fillmore uh, wrote to translate metaphysically different words in the Bible. 
So the revealing word says that prayer is more than supplication. It is an affirmation of truth that eternally exists, but which has not yet come into consciousness. It comes into consciousness not by supplication, but by affirmation. So that's a lot to take in there. So what he's saying prayer is, is that it is part of our consciousness. It is us extending our human consciousness up to the Christ consciousness. So connecting ourselves to our source. Meditation does the same thing. There are other things that do that as well. But prayer is what Charles Fillmore considers the highest form of mind-thought action. So without prayer, we wouldn't have our five principles. And we wouldn't be the unity that we are today. Myrtle Fillmore, in her healing letters, says, This is our method of prayer. Acknowledging our oneness with God. Claiming the ability that this gives. And expecting to have the things needed and conducive to spiritual progress. What I like about affirmative prayer is that it is a connection to our divine source. And then we can experience that connection as love, as help, as comfort, as hope, and as peace. We can experience that connection with God in so many different ways. So I decided my title was, What's Your Angle? Like, what is your angle, man? What are you here to pray for? And how are you here to pray? I thought it was kind of funny at the time, but the talk ended up not being such a funny story as much as it's uh, introspective for myself. So, what is prayer? Prayer is part of who we are in consciousness. Prayer is talking to God in simplest terms. So what do you feel that prayer is? Think about it for a moment. What are the the things that come up in your mind when you think of what is prayer? Does anybody have anything different to say that I haven't already said? No takers today. Okay. Connecting and communicating with source. Thank you. Um, I know we haven't done that in a while where we popcorn stuff out, but I just felt like doing that today. Correct. Thank you, Greg. It's not just talking to God, but listening for the response and what what works for uh, you in that moment. So going back to my kids' story, when I um, I. My family, um, my parents got divorced when I was really young, and um, my mom was a heavy drinker. And so I remember praying a lot about, you know, please, um, you know, help us 
to get through whatever we need to get through. Please help my mom figure out why she's so sad. You know, please help figure out why um, why this isn't going to work. Um, and when I prayed, I also thought about like the, the Lord's Prayer and the Hail Marys and the Serenity Prayer. The Serenity Prayer was a very uh, big prayer for me uh, as part of Al-Anon and Alakim. And what it allowed me to do was to recenter myself so that I didn't think about the issues that were going on around me, but that I could still center myself. So what is prayer? Prayer is a way of centering yourself so that you can raise your consciousness, get that connection to source, and then vibrate that energy out into the world. So every time we pray, we are lifted up, and we are helping to lift up the global consciousness. And I think that that is probably the coolest thing ever. So why do we pray? Charles Fillmore says that we have a twofold purpose for prayer. To ask the divine for help. Oh, not to ask for help from the, from the divine, but ask for divine help. There's a difference. I'll go over that in just a second. So we're asking for divine help, and then we're bringing a desired good into manifestation. Because if you remember, in unity, our thoughts create our reality. So when we're praying, when I was praying for, you know, my mom to stop drinking or my mom to, you know, not be sad or whatever, um, I, I was asking for help. Now, what happened was probably not what I expected. And that's what we have to remember with prayer, that you can't always ask for specifics, that sometimes we have to look at it in a general sense. And so what I think Charles is saying is that when we're asking for divine help, we're just saying, use me, God. Use me and make me an instrument of your peace. Allow us to work with you and you work through us to bring about whatever change needs to happen. So it's also about bringing that desired good into manifestation. What that means is, uh, for, for us in unity, is that Everything that we need is already there in Christ consciousness. Everything there is already there in the divine, absolute realm. And we live in the relative world, so we relate to all the things that are going on around us. So every time we want to manifest a better outcome, going within and praying is one of the ways to do that. And Charles Fillmore says that prayer makes us a master in the realm of creative ideas. So it's not asking for a specific outcome. It's being creative with 
what you feel might be the highest and best. And, and I know that sometimes that's hard to, to do, um, to think about, because we don't always know what that highest and best is until after it's already happened. That sometimes we have to just connect consciously and affirm that no matter what is going on, that we, in that moment, are okay. And I learned to do that before I learned about unity, which I thought was pretty exciting when I found unity, that I could, I found other people that thought the same way I did. (laughs) Um, And so it made so much more sense. I think that's what also propelled me to uh, go into ministry because I just feel those principles so strongly. So what is your angle? Why do you pray every day? And do you pray every day? As a prayer chaplain, we sign a commitment that we are going to have a daily prayer practice and we are going to share uh, and we are going to commit to praying with ourselves, but praying for others as well. And so we get the prayers from the prayer box uh, in an email. It's confidential. We don't print it out or anything and send it to our buddies or anything. So don't think that. I don't know why I had to tell you that. Um, But anyway, so we get it in an email and then we um, hold that, those prayers for 30 days. And we do that every week. So so we add prayers every week to what we already pray in our daily prayer practice. But I have to be honest with you. I'm really good at praying for others, but I'm not so good at praying for myself and affirming the needs of me because I feel like I'm being selfish. But when I was going through my contemplation of what to talk about today, I realized that if I'm not filled up, I can't help fill you up in prayer. And so I know that I still have work to do. We're not at the practice yet, but we'll get there. So I mentioned before about how we pray, that we could pray generally or specifically. And I was looking at a book called Adventures in Prayer, and it's by Sharon Connors, who's the same author that we had for our fall program book study, Adventures in Resilience. It was a very, um, I don't want to use the word, it was a very um, easy book to read. Um, but it also gave me a lot of insight into what was happening uh, and, or what I wanted to talk about. So in that book, she talks about how prayer allows us to surrender, that prayer cultivates acceptance and willingness to change and be changed, and that willingness to be used by God as I mentioned before, not my will, but thy will be done. So let's think about that. Allow us to surrender. 
To surrender means to let go, to give up, to release any thoughts, any desires, any outcomes, any expectations. To surrender to God, to surrender to our higher power, means that we know that it's not up to us, that we're not in control, that it is God that is in control. It also allows us change. So when when I pray, I'm not praying to change somebody else or some other circumstance, something outside of me, but every time I change, I raise my own consciousness. I raise my own vibration, and that in turn helps to raise the consciousness of everyone around us. So as I pray for myself, when I learn how to do that, um, I will surrender to whatever God has in store for me. And I am willing to change and to be of service. I feel like I need to uh, do this, but I also feel like I want to do this, if that makes any sense. I am willing to be used by God for whatever comes up, whatever questions, whatever contemplation, and I am having a hard time with the words today. I am uh, just grateful for um, the ability to be able to share my gifts with everyone. So that's another aspect of praying, right? So in prayer, we want to have appreciation, show appreciation for things that we have, for things that we don't yet have, for things that are already occurring in our lives, that we practice that gratitude. And I know that that's difficult. I know it was difficult for me to be grateful for um, my parents splitting up. That wasn't, I wasn't very grateful for that. I didn't think that that was uh, going to work out. But you know what? Later on in life, they were so much happier not being together. And we still got to spend time with, all of, with both of our parents. So that was, um, that was a joy for me. And they ended up being better friends after they got divorced than uh, they were when they were married. So that's also um, a blessing that I am so grateful for now uh, that I didn't consider when I was a kid. So on World Day of Prayer, we were setting up our tables for our different activities, and one of our tables was a gratitude table, and um, they asked me, where do you want the gratitude table, and I said, well, put it here at the end, because we always be grateful at the end, and then they asked, why? Why is it at the end? And I thought about it, and I'm like, you're right, it could be at the beginning, because we say, thank you, God, for what's already here, and so we didn't put 
the gratitude table at the end. We put it as second or third. So you can have gratitude in any spot. Now, um, when we do our um, unity five-step prayer process, appreciation is kind of the last step, and that's where I was coming from. That's what I was thinking. But in, in reality, you know, Jesus taught us to say thank you first. And so that's um, one of the things that I wanted to bring to the table today. So I've talked a little bit about what prayer is and then why we should pray and then how we should pray as Unity Truth students. But how does prayer work for you? What is your angle? How do you pray? There's no shame or guilt or... or judgment, because I feel that any prayer that you do is a prayer for yourself and for the world. So if you don't pray every day, I'm not going, I I can't tell, so I don't know. You would know, and and that's on you. Um, I already confessed to my prayers, (laughs) not not my non-prayers. So... What I think that works for you is whatever works for you. So sometimes when I pray, I put on some spiritual music, and I sit and I dance or sing to the words of the music. And when, as I sing, I elevate my own consciousness, and I elevate that, and my words become a prayer. Sometimes I sit in the silence and I wait for discernment, wait for some kind of idea to manifest. Sometimes I color and get creative, and sometimes I write. So there's many different ways that you can practice a prayer. It doesn't always have to be just sitting in the silence. But I encourage you to do so, because it is probably the most profound thing that I have learned to do to turn off my phone, to turn off my music, to turn off my thoughts, and to just be for about 10 minutes a day. And I know people do that for longer. But I I got to 10 minutes, and I'm good. But... You take the time that you need. If I, I, I mentioned a book uh, many years ago called uh, Atomic Habits, and it talks about doing something 1% more than what you already do. So if you are only doing a quick prayer in the morning, maybe try for 5 minutes to 10 minutes. Just do just a little bit more, because every little bit that you do raises the vibration and raises the consciousness of, of the world. And it gets you closer to that daily practice and that daily uh, work. So the spiritual practice I gave you um, on the, the screen is to focus on a new or different prayer practice throughout your week. And pay attention to how you feel in the process. 
and throughout each day. So when I don't pray, I can tell that my my day is like more haptic and I'm just like, ah. But when I start my day in prayer, when I center myself and, and um, when I meditate, I find that I can refocus my energy and I can use it in a much more productive way. Sometimes I pray um, or set aside time in the silence in the middle of my day so that I can reset, um, which, you know, being a techie, I know that when you have a computer, you need to reboot sometimes. And so that's my way of rebooting. So how does changing your prayer practice or adding a practice how does that change your perspective on the world? And then what's your angle as you face the world around you each day? I find that when I am in prayer, when I am in my, not in my head, but in my heart, and in that awareness of everything around me, I handle things much more differently than I do if I'm not there. Like this, uh, today's uh, service um, is not being live streamed because we couldn't get the sound to work. We got a um, Windows 11 update. Yay! And um, didn't realize that it had occurred. So, um, but I was still able to, uh, I worked on that, and then I was, but I was able to come up here because I said a prayer and I knew that no matter what, that everything would be okay. And the people that needed to hear this are already here. So um, I will re record it later if you want me to. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, So, just to connect back to the opening, you know, to the, the way I pray. So, I already had that belief, um, like I said, that if God is in everything and everywhere, then he had to be in me, and that I had to be eternally good. Our first principle is that God is everywhere present and God is good. And our second principle in unity is that we are a spark of that divinity, that we are one with that Christ nature, and that we are inherently good as well. And all I know is that when I pray, I am reminded of that goodness within myself and within others. And I am so grateful to be of that reminder. Prayer doesn't change the circumstance, but it does change the prayer, the prayer, and allows us to reach a higher level of understanding, a higher level of knowing, and a higher level of love. Thank you.